seems like yesterday we used to rock the show I laced the track, you locked the flow So far from hanging on the block for dough Notorious, they got to know that Life ain't always what it seemed to be Words can't express what you mean to me Even though you're gone, we still a team Through your family, I fulfill your dreams In the future, can't wait to see If you open up the gates for me Reminisce sometime, the night they took my friend Try to black it out, but it plays again When it's real, feelings hard to conceal Can't imagine all the pain I feel Give anything to hear half your breath I know you're still living your life after death Comics. Welcome to part two of four of our end of the end of the year review podcast. Um, we've already recorded the year in comic book reviews, and tonight we are going to do the year in RIPs. We're trying to save you guys from having to listen to a four-hour podcast by breaking them up into much smaller, more digestible bits. Joining me on the line tonight are the founders of Brothers Comics. Uh, there's the female perspective. Say what's happening, female perspective. Hola. What's up? Happy holidays. That's right. Happy holidays once again. And also on the line is Big Hotch. Hey, hello, Blackie. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, uh, we'll let you into the, the door here for a little bit about uh, Brothers Comics and a little bit production of trying to figure out what the intro music is going to be. That is always added post-production, so... Uh, there was a little bit of debate about tonight for the RIPs, um, and there's just a lot. And we talked a little bit about how we were going to do this because there's just a ridiculous amount of people that passed away. And not just, like, famous musicians. It's not just famous actors. There's politicians on there. There's just flat-out celebrities. I mean, it's just it's just been terrible. Icons. What was in, yeah, icons. And uh, what was – and. It's so funny. We almost recorded this back to back on the year of comic book reviews, and we didn't do it on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day hits us with an absolute whammy with George Michael making the list. No so, um, yeah. So, I mean, what was the text that you sent me, female perspective, when you saw that? Oh, I asked if you had heard about uh, George Michael passing away yesterday, just yeah, and so he would have missed it had we recorded on Christmas Eve like we almost right. did. He yeah, would have would. missed it, which would have been a huge one to not actually have listed on here. And um, so, it, yeah, it's just been bad. We, you know, so we just kind of, kind of go over them over the course of the year chronologically, and kind of doing my research for the podcast. The funny thing was is that it didn't just start in 2016. It hit us on New Year's Eve. Natalie Cole died December the 31st, 2015. So we probably should have known that things were going bad. Would that be fair, Hutch? That would be a fair assessment. Right. So um, it was just bad from the start. And then we turned the door on 2016, and then we get hit with three freaking huge ones right out the bat. Uh, Glenn Fry from the Eagles. Um, Alan Rickman, famous British actor, 
uh, from Die, Die Hard. Hard is probably yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, so yeah, Professor Snape from Harry Potter. And then if that wasn't bad enough, and then we get hit with David Bowie in the same. I mean, in the same month, you get two musical icons and one acting icon, like right out of the bat to start off the year. Hodge, what were you thinking? Uh, it was just, I mean, just wow. Um, that was, I think, didn't Bowie go first? Yeah, Bowie died first. Right. Then Alan Rickman died a couple of days later. Yeah. Same age, died the same age, and from the same disease, cancer. Right. Both of them. And both of right. them came out of the blue because, but you really didn't hear about either one of them being ill or in the hospital. It, that shows you the type of person that they were. They kept it very private, um, and you didn't know about it until, you know, they actually died. So, yeah. But both of those really hit me hard because I'm a huge fan of both David Bowie and Alan Rickman. And those are, like, two of my favorite British dudes, uh, definitely. So right. those those deaths really hit me pretty hard at the beginning of the year. Female Perspective wrote a great article on her retrospective of David Bowie for the website at brotherscomics.com. Uh, you can go back and reference that. Um, Hodge, I know you were a big David Bowie fan as well, correct? No, he's not a big David Bowie fan. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I'm not that big a fan. Um, okay. I don't like to hit the question, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of, uh, yeah, the, you know, my baby boy got his probably hit I, I saw his little, I saw him being a weirdo on them uh, Curse the Rock concerts back in the day, but I didn't know of him pretty much then, except there's something mm-hmm. about Mason Tom. But my mm-hmm. super-duper introduction to David Bowie was, his less dance kind of stuff. Right. I'm like, well, people really, who is this dude? And, you know, and then you, if you do a little, a little bit of work or anything, you find out that David Bowie has been this is a super duper, super mega star that did lots of weird things. He was a, he was a yeah. performance artist. Yeah, see, let me clarify that. He, he shouldn't be known as doing lots of weird things just because you don't understand it. Yeah, my, my opinion. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, I wasn't. Yeah, that's the key word right there. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't a big David Bowie fan either. I, like Hutch, you know, I only really kind of got into him if I would even say if I was into him during his, you know, his MTV phase, which is, you know, he's on the tail end of, you know, portion of, I guess, of his, his stardom and fandom or at a different portion of it than when he first started out. Um, I was probably, and this is going to sound weird, uh, I'd probably hit me more Glenn Fry dying than David Bowie, only because, not even because of the Eagles. I came to the Eagles much later in life, you know, but because of his, like, his 80s stuff where he was from, you know, the theme music from Miami Vice and, you know, his little solo career. That kind of hit me like a little bit harder wasn't because it, that was in my wheelhouse. Was Beverly Hills Cop that he was on at him? Yeah, actually, also Glenn Fry as well. Still. Thank you. We'll get to that later, too. Yeah, I had the exact opposite reaction. I was never big into Eagles or Glenn Fry. I liked some of his music, but he was never, I never really, you know, related to him on that level. So right. his death didn't really, 
I mean, it's sad, but I wasn't really hit real hard by that. Right, yeah. So, I mean, you know, just more than anything, a point of reference of, well, a point of reference is this January started it off with a bang, literally, going after, like, you know, icons and music and and uh, and actors. And it's like, all right, David well, Moore you know. was a great actor, too. Yeah, he was. He, you know, he did great work in acting. And then it was like, okay, well, you can't get much worse, what? right? iconic in terms of many mediums. So um, January ends, and we're like, all right, well, let's, you know, and I'm going to put one of mine here at the end here in November, which y'all are going to love. But let's say February, we get to Harper Lee, the author of To Kill a Mockingbird, um, and then two musicians, and I wouldn't call one of them legendary, uh, but one I would. Maurice White from Earth, Wind, and Fire dies in February. that's huge. Uh, people probably under people under what would you say forty probably have no idea how huge Earth, Wind, and Fire was, and uh, the music that they created, and he was a big part of that. Um, so Maurice White died. Now, Hutch, you're a big Earth, Wind, and Fire fan, correct? I am. I'm an EWF as a kid. Okay. You want to expand on that? You know. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes. I mean, we, uh, we don't, I mean, our uncle, who, um, uncle. His brother Jay Liz. His yeah, brother Jay Liz. Right. I mean, he had all the all the albums. He opened up the albums, hung up the, the pyramid pictures on the wall. As soon as uh, our our grandmother, his mother, left to go to work, we, you know, we got indoctrinated into EWF world. Right and very and very loud. Yeah, yeah. EWF was in the house. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and you said, and when we left the house, I mean, you had to have EWF was in your was in my disc player, and it's still in my disc player. Uh, Right, it's it's the music that I grew up on. It all it makes me feel good. Maurice White, I mean, Philip Bailey, all the dudes. I mean. Much much love, and he he will be missed. Right. What about you, female perspective? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, yeah, I'm a big Maurice White fan as well. So, um, yeah, that one that one hit home. But you know, you kind of knew that he he was had been ill for a while. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I I didn't know we you know wasn't expecting him to you know to die, but you know, he had been Ill, Ill for a while, so it's not like it just came out of the blue. Um, right. Yeah, but I, I, I'm i a big fan of their music. Um, definitely, you know, um, was influenced by their musical style and fashion style and so forth growing up. So, yeah, that one hit home as well. Right. Um, yeah, uh, again, Hutch already kind of explained where we stood with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, 
literally probably the and even though I never saw them in concert, I heard about them so much from Brother Jay Lez and uh, Brother Craig Wade from them going to see them in concert. It's like, man, I, I wish I had gone and seen it because they were so descriptive about whatever happened when they oh, went to go you, and see you, them. You've never seen one of their concerts? No, but you remember oh, I'm not a wow. concert I, I person. Remember that was one of the one of the first concerts I went to as a kid, and that was it was an experience. It was yeah. awesome. Awesome, because they incorporated a lot of, you know, magic tricks and stuff like that. I mean, it was so elaborate and so well mm-hmm. done, and with the costume changes and and all that, it was it was very very well done. Right. Yeah, and it was right. An experience. Right. Okay. Yeah, I never um, never did that, but again, I'm not much of a concert person. Um, and then the other the my music. Icon, I'm doing air quotations as I'm saying that, was Vanity died in February as well. Vanity, one of Prince's first protégés, if not his first protégé, dies age 57. Um, many years of hard living, probably just finally caught up to her. Um, but, I mean, I, you can't, can't call her a, a musical icon, and you can't really call her an acting icon. I mean, her, what are her two biggest roles are Action Jackson and... Uh, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Um, I, I wouldn't call those two great roles um, for acting, but I, I, I kind of was thinking of this. Like, if she had been out now, she would be or would have been like a, a, a Kim Kardashian, like a celebritant. You know what I mean? Like, they, see, people would have just followed her around because she was so I beautiful. I think she, she was... kind of was anyway. I mean, yeah. we, like, we, we know of her, and like I said, we don't know of her because of super-duper acting. But mm-hmm. I mean, but we kind of know of her. We know what she did. We had the Playboy where she whatever. I mean, she right. did what, what her talent. She did what she did with. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, and she, she probably got as far out of what she had as she could. To be perfectly honest with you, and like I said, you know, lots of lots of hard living, lots of some choices there. Found Jesus and whatnot in the latter parts of life, and uh, dies at fifty-seven. So yeah. Um, Tough run there for February. Then we turn the corner to March. And, again, you know, and we're doing podcasts throughout all of this. And, you know, our, the RIPs is a portion of the Brothers Comics podcast. So, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, this happened, this happened. And then February, March comes, and I remember this one because we had a, um, a con in South Carolina, Comic-Con. And then March it goes with Patty Duke, uh, Ken Howard from The White Shadow, Gary Shanley. And then Fife Dog dies in March, uh, and I remember we did the we did the podcast the weekend that Fife had passed away. Um, so from a Tribe Called Quest, uh, I'll lead off. Huge Tribe Called Quest fan, you know, at least of the the original five Tribe Called Quest. Um, that one hurt um, a lot. <laughs> like when I heard about that and then the guy on Channel Two up there in Atlanta, the weather guy was like dropping lyrics for Fife Dog during, you know, during the morning broadcast when he's doing the traffic. And I'm like, why is he doing that? And I didn't know until I got to work and I pulled on the computer. I was like, oh, oh, and that all made sense. Um, just, you know, in terms of hip-hop, one of the greatest rap groups of all time, period, point blank. Um, you know, at me, fight me if you want to about it. But it's just a huge, huge loss in terms of the hip-hop community or whatever. Um, so, yeah. Uh Female perspective. Uh, any of those off that list besides Fife, maybe? Or if you want to go with uh, Fife. 
Um, yeah, that that was um, uh, a difficult uh, month as well. Um, I think five is probably the one that I know of the most. But in and vanity, I mean, yeah, I'm familiar with vanity. When that was um, February, we're talking March. March. Again, March. March was. Patty Duke, Gary Shandling, Ken Howard, and Fife Dog. Oh yeah, Gary Shandling. Yeah, I used to love watching Gary Shandling show. Yeah. So yeah, that that one was, you know, pretty hardcore too. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of Gary Shandling, so that that was difficult. Right. And that one came uh, out of the blue as well. Yeah, that one came out of the blue the as well. Attack. Yep. This is completely out of nowhere. You know, most people under the age of 25 would only know him for being, you know, the senator in Iron Man 2 and Hail Hydra, you know, but people forget that he had two hugely funny and popular shows in the Larry Sanders show and then on the Gary Sandling show. I mean, those right. were ridiculously funny, dry humor type comedy shows. Um and yeah, I mean, you know, people don't understand, you know, how big he was as a uh, as a comedian at a time. Uh, Hutch. Um, I remember when the five saw really, really hurt. I mean, uh, I mean that I was you were the first person in the house that was down to try. I didn't know that about the tribe for the most part until Midnight Marauders. Um, right. Let's see here. But, uh, well, maybe I knew about Benita Atkinson. I'm going to know that mess. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, Ken, Ken Howard, we, you know, we thought that, you know, I would watch the White Shadow and, mm. and you know, the white coach that's teaching all these black kids and one white dude on the team, I think. You know, mm. things about life and there. I guess it was Cooley hired me, uh, the, the fish that say Pittsburgh or whatever. Whatever, and the Harlem Globetrotters on there one time on the show. Um, that's about what I also remember about Ken Howard. I mean, he did some other stuff later in life, but I mean, I tried to watch the show. It's hard to mm. watch now. Does it still come mm. on there? It does try to sneak on there so often. I'm sure you yeah, can find it if you I, wanted I it. I mostly knew him from the White House, but I mean, he did do movies and television shows and stuff like that, so you see him pop up here and there. And I mean, right. he was a good actor, so yeah. yeah. Those are, you know, I mean, I definitely grew up watching The White Shadow. Yeah, I can yeah. remember that. He was on uh, 30 Rock for a good piece of time as playing an executive for Comcast or whatever. Um, he was on that uh, for mm-hmm. a good piece of uh, one of the last couple of seasons for 30 Rock. Um, but, yeah, just March. And, again, we're, again, you're going, we're three months in and we've lost just a huge amount of stars. And, again, we're doing podcasts throughout all of this. It's like, well, Man, this is a bitch. This year is terrible, man. Whatever, and it just it continually get worse. It was like it was doubling down, and I think I tweeted or Facebooked out whatever. It was like it's like Def is playing with a you know a video game cheat code, like it's just <laughs> running through like things and everybody. And that was in March. So um, let's see. We get to uh, where we get to April here. April is, yeah, April is awful. <laughs> we'll, we'll try not to shortchange China, a professional wrestler, but that's a huge deal. She was a huge wrestling star in the 90s and 2000s, like huge. Um, as a personality, you know, she 
went on to do Playboy as well and sold a bunch of issues of that. I mean, she was just a huge star. She dies, drugs, many years of hard living, um, sadly, whatever. But we need to go ahead and dedicate a April to Prince. Now, again, we did we did a whole podcast just on Prince, like a, a separate one from Brothers Comics. Um, I don't want to rehash too much of that other than the fact to say it's December 20-whatever, and it's still hard to believe that he's dead, uh, female perspective. Um. Yeah, uh, that one. That one again came out of the blue, and I think you guys might be bigger Prince fans than I am. But I mean, yeah, it it hit home. Mm. Yeah, it, yeah, that that one was a, a shock, definitely. Mm. Hot. Um, I'm still, I'm still in shock. It still hurts. I have all the mountains of her. Purple rain, and you know why. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll we'll relive it really quick. Um, uh, the producer is a big fan of Purple Rain. Played the album too much. Hutch can't listen to it. All right, go ahead. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I saw well, I saw it. Well, I saw the first two movies at the movie theater. Disney Graffiti Bridge at the movie theater. But uh, but yeah. Um, you know, yeah, he, I mean, he, he lived his gimmick, and, I mean, he wasn't a gimmick, he, I mean, he, I mean, man was ultra, ultra talented, did all his own stuff, I mean, made, made careers and broke some, too, I mean, and he did it in the widest part of the damn United States, in right. Minnesota. Yeah, um. I mean, I, I don't even know if iconic is a big enough word for Prince. Like, he's transcendent. And I'm not talking about transcending race. I'm talking about just in terms of his talent. He's just transcendent. That, I mean, literally when they say there'll never be another person like him, there will literally never be another person like Prince, period. And um, I think probably more than anything, his death maybe reminded people of that as well as, you know, how often he did show up in other places for other people, you know, whether to play in their concerts or to perform with other people, you know, those videos kind of popped up out of nowhere, you know, because he had such a tight rein on whatever got out for him. Uh, but now that he's passed, you know, it's a little bit, um, uh, you know, a little bit more readily available. Except for his music, unless you're on title. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, he's still, you know, in control of that even beyond. Um, but then that one hurt. Uh, I think I told that story on the podcast. I was just sitting at my desk and, uh, you know, something just came across Yahoo or whatever. And I pulled up whatever at my job and I'm like, wait, what? And, you know, and the funny thing is he had just performed in Atlanta, like not a couple of days before that had happened. And they had the emergency flight that had stopped in Chicago or whatever, when they thought something was wrong and he made it through that. But, you know, you didn't think that he was going to, die like that like it just came out of nowhere and then i was literally done like it worked there was no working that after that and i was sitting there at my desk for a solid 45 minutes like unable to move um it was it was just awful um so yeah that was huge again man that's terrible i don't know how much more of this we can take Mm -hmm. then we get to may may we get uh afini shakur uh mama tupac shakur um and Man, I'm having a hard time reading my handwriting here. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, man, I'm missing somebody here for May. 
But, yeah, we got a Phoenix Shakur in May, and I'll come back to whoever else was in May. Um, and then we get to June, and uh, we get Anton Yelkin, the new uh, – what character did he play in Star Trek, Hodge? He was Chekhov. Chekhov, yeah. He dies in a ridiculously weird freaking accident. Yeah, that was a own... freak accident. Right, and his own I car ran over him. Yeah, and he was a very talented actor, very talented. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you could see that he had the potential to go on and be, you know, really, really big. Right, and yeah. he was on Good. his way to getting to that point, and yeah, unfortunately, you know, it got cut short. But yeah, right. And then June hits us with the the other huge one. Y'all did a podcast on it all alone when Muhammad Ali died. Literally one of the most famous people on Earth, the planet. Um, I would say probably one of the most recognizable people, probably one of the top three to five most recognizable people on the planet. Um, He passes away in June of 2016. Y'all did a podcast on it with Sandman that I listened to while I was on vacation. Um, And y'all did a great job of handling that one. Hutch, like, how did that one hit you? That, I mean, that's a, that, I mean, that's a ton of bricks, too. And, and, you know, he's been in failing health for the last 15, 20 years, um, you know, due to his, you know, he had um, Parkinson's. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the man, he, I mean, he fought everything. I mean, they, they threw everything in the fucking kitchen sink, and, and he, he came up with a rhyme with somebody that in his face. And said, "Bring, bring them on. Keep breathing. I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna beat them too." Right. And he uh, did. Right. It's and it's so funny. Probably looking back at that about how often people people have, um, uh, I guess, uh, their own rehistory of this. You know, you see all these people, white people, like, oh, you know, Muhammad Ali's this, that, and whatever. But I'm like, you know, either you or the people that birthed you was screaming and calling him every name which way, okay, uh, for the, th- the stands that he took, you know. And, it's, you know, it's kind of funny. You spin it forward to Colin Kaepernick, who, you know, again, he's not the greatest of anything. He's not even the greatest, probably Kaepernick in his family. And <laughs> he, he's, you know, and, like, he's trying to do something, and people are, you know, running him down completely for trying to take a stand on something, where Ali did that in an era where, it was much more potentially dangerous for his physical being as well as his career being. And he did it, did it to the best and was the best, you know, boxer on the planet. And as well as took on humanitarian efforts to help people around the world. I mean, just, and again, again, iconic, not a big enough word transcend. And again, please, because I don't believe in people transcending race because trust me, a lot of people were still calling him nigger on the day that he died. So, um, like, I don't believe in that, but it was just somebody who, you know, became really literally larger than life, a larger than life figure. Go ahead, female perspective. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I agree with you. He he was larger than life, and he represented a lot within the black community. I mean, his positive message and positive image. I mean, not to say that he was perfect in any way. I mean, he, no. he had his foibles and his flaws just like any other, you know, person. But, mm. I mean, he just represented a lot within, you know, the black community, which would, you know, at that particular time was good to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, I mean, he represented a positive message, definitely. 
Right. So, I yeah. mean, yeah, that, that image is, is what I grew up with. And, yeah, and that, that was very difficult. That, that was the, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's the icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, icon and in, in every way. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was in Florida at the time, hadn't moved, I was on vacation, and I'm like, generally considering like making that trip to go to that funeral in Louisville. I'm like, I wonder if I can just divert and make this, this freaking minivan will make that 15 hour drive up there <laughs> to go to this, because that seems like something that it just was kind of pull, you know, it was kind of get that pull. Like, this is something I think I want to be a part of, and it's just yeah, that one was hard. And again, you know. Hutch and I, age-wise, you know, we 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 saw the latter at Ali, like not even at his best, you know, unless we saw it on a Wide World of Sports, you know, tape delay or something like that. You know, late seventies, early eighty, Ali wasn't even at his greatest, yeah. and he was still better than a lot of these bums that he was fighting. And yeah. um, you know, it's just it's hard. It it was hard. I mean, I I cheered for him pretty hard. People in our family cheered for him pretty hard when he was boxing back then. I mean, I don't know if I can remember this. I remember when he fought Leon Spinks um, mm-hmm. the first time where he lost and, you know, just the the our uncles, cousins or whatever, just completely devastated by him losing this fight. I mean, devastated. I mean, they probably had money on it too, but they were emotionally, <laughs> they were just completely <laughs> devastated. So, um, yeah, it was not a, not a, so yeah, it was, it was always cheering for him. Always remember the white and black, you know, the white trunks, black stripes. Um, that that was hard. <sighs> All right, July, we're halfway home, y'all. July was uh-huh. an, an easy. Just the ones that you've mentioned thus far, you would think that. I mean, it seems like this year it's been more so than any other year. It's just been like every, almost every week or every other week, there's been like some iconic person, and if they weren't iconic. They had had a long career in whatever it is they they're you know um, whatever industry they were in they were well known in that industry so even if right. they weren't that iconic status they had a long career right. so I mean, yeah it just seems like it, it was more so this year than it has been previously and I could be wrong about that but no I mean and yeah it, it's it was doubled up more so this year than it has previously, at least as far as I can remember. Well, I think more than anything, when you get to the Oscars in February or whatever, you know, when they do the in memoriam, I mean, the show is already long. They're going to have to add like a couple of extra minutes for just for the in memoriam. And, you know, there's always that debate about who gets cut in and who gets right. cut out of that yeah. thing. But, I mean, they're going to have some tough choices. Off. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, like in July, it seems it's short. It was Gary Marshall, uh, actor, director, writer, um, creator of many of our famous 80s shows that, you know, whether we liked or we had to watch because, you know, from Happy Days to Laverne and Shirley, uh, later on he becomes a director. I think he directed um, what Pretty Woman. Uh, I mean, you know, just, I mean, you know, do. Yeah. No, I think that which one? Harriet. Harry no, I don't think that's him. Yeah, I, I think that think was that uh, somebody else. But I think that's Rob Reiner, actually. Yeah, um, it is Rob Reiner. Yeah, that's yeah, Meathead. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's still got a lot of, you know, 
things attached to his name that he was very famous oh, for yeah. between him and his sister. Um, so and that was a lot of shows from the um, the eighties. Right. Yeah. I mean, he he had a lot. I think he even did those movies with uh, oh, with that lady. Uh, she was the the princess. Not Princess Bride, the Princess Diaries. Or, I, I don't know. He did like a with uh, Anne Hathaway. Those movies. I oh, think he did yeah, those yeah. movies as well. I mean, you know, he's. I mean, decades of having hits across many, many decades. Um, so yeah, that was July. Uh, and then August was, you know, doing okay. Uh, John McLaugh- McLaughlin from the McLaughlin Group. He passed away, and we'll come back to that show here momentarily. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he passed away, but then in August also gets Gene Wilder as well at 83. Uh, Gene Wilder, probably most famously known for probably uh, probably for Willy Wonka, Wonka uh, uh, Blazing Street. Saddles, Blue Streak. I mean, he Saddles, Crazy, yeah. Young yeah. yeah, a lot of Mel Brooks movies too. A lot of Mel Brooks. I mean, just the super. Uh, famous, you know, 70s, 80s actor, uh, comedy, you know, for the most part, didn't do too much out of that. Definitely knew knew what his lane was and stayed in it, um, and you know, and did it very well. Um, it, it's so funny because earlier today, the, the that bastardation of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was on with Johnny Depp, and I was just like, this is so awful. You know, they, this should have never been remade. And if you were going to remake yeah. it, you should have remade it, like, beat for beat. Like, you didn't need to update it other than the, the sets and the technology. You should have just right. remade it beat for beat, and they decided to go in a completely different direction. And, and you know, you can't ruin the original, but mm-hmm. they tried. They did yeah, try. Yeah, and, and they, they definitely tried. Definitely tried. And, I mean, Gene Wilder played that role, I think I said in our previous podcast, he played that perfectly because it could have been played so over the top and whatever, but he, he hit the right note, you know, as soon as he came out the bat. And, and I mean, yeah, and, and it was a perfect role. And we still watch it today. Yeah. Still watch it today. I've seen, I've seen it this month. I mean, I'd be lying if I hadn't. I, I'd watch it almost every month. I own it in my $5 DVD collection. I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, um, so yeah, that was August. That was bad. September gave us a break, uh, but then October starts this really bad run of um, of of deaths. It really does from October to the end here. Um, in October, we lose Tommy Ford, actor from Martin. Tommy from Martin. You know, uh, if you're a fan of '90s comedy and '90s Martin. I mean, you know who Tommy Ford is. Um, just a real tough loss there for October for, you know, the comedy community, but especially for the black, you know, kind of sitcom community. That, that's a huge one. You know, they run Martin on MTV all the time now. I mean, it's literally on every single time if you find MTV, it's on. Um, so people are discovering that show, Nam 20 years later, and how, you know, at least for the first few seasons, how great that show was. Um, and then we get through October and then we get to November, and then it just then it starts flying. Um, all right, November. Uh, TV wise, you lose Florence Henderson and Ron Glass in November. Uh, we talked about that on the podcast on our Everybody Hates Firefly podcast, but we lose both of them: Florence Henderson primarily from the Brady Bunch, uh, Ron Glass primarily from Barney Miller. Female perspective. We won't mention that other show. Um, <laughs> 
You can go ahead and mention fireflies. I know, I know. I, we already talked about it, but I mean, but those are. T- fireflies. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but those are two iconic TV actors known for you know certain roles on certain TV shows. Um, Janet Reno passes away, the first female attorney general. Um, that was huge. That that. That's a huge deal. Um, uh-huh. Sharon Jones, musician, passes away in November as well. Um, uh-huh. Hugely iconic musician herself in her own right. right. Um, I mean, Absolutely. Big yeah. jazz and, and um, uh, blues singer. Um, yeah, that, yeah that, that, was, that was a hard one, too. Yeah, and then Gwen Ifill also passes away in uh, when I said we visit the McLaughlin group or whatever, she hosted, co-hosted that show uh, for many years as well. Um, just, you know, uh, in terms of reasonable politicians um, mm-hmm. and, and political commentaries, uh, commentary, she was um, a great at her role and what she did. Um, and so to lose her yeah. voice again, uh, just awful as well. And then this is what I was saying, I was going to come back. And you know what also died in November it was liberty and democracy. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, well, <laughs> and that's probably the the most hurtful and painful one of all. Yeah, well, I mean, we can see that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. That's pretty good. Yeah, that yeah. probably hurt the most. <laughs> yeah, if we're going to pour something out for this list, um, that should probably be it because Liberty and Democracy died on November the 8th, literally. And, um, you know, and you know, I mean, I'm going to wrap, I'm painting with a broad brush here. Not that anything happened with the Cheeto Jesus has anything to do with, uh, with any of this, but it really makes sense that this year would elect like that person as president. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Call him Cheeto G- Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because so, he's orange. Yeah. 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 He's definitely orange. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But it's. Yeah. And crooked. Yeah. And crooked. <laughs> and crooked. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And a mess everywhere else. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, but the year just starts to end, like, on this really low, low note. You know, in November, you get, like, you know, these groups of people passing away, and then you're like, all right, well, I mean, damn, man, you know, 2016 ain't playing with these deaths. And then freaking December happens, and then just, I mean, over just literally over the last three weeks, I mean, and again, not in ranking order or whatever, you lose Zaza Gabor, again, Celebritant, you know, famous for being famous, essentially. Kim Kardashian, you know, looks up to her, probably has a picture of her in her bedroom or something. Um, we lose John Glenn, and we're all, you know, Buckeye natives here. That was oh, huge. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, was, I was sad. I was in a liquor store when I found out about that. And I was like, can I get something else? Like, whatever I just bought, <laughs> I need something stronger. I mean, that's a huge mm-hmm. deal for him uh, passing away for people from Ohio. Um, right. Yeah, that's world. Right, yeah, that's the major people too, all around. Right, right, yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean, though. You know. Yeah, that he was a yeah senator for um, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, for many many years. Um, 
So yeah, John Glenn, and then we didn't we have a podcast about a couple of these, and then the, the last one, which happened yesterday, we'll talk about here. Um, Alan Thick died two weeks ago or a week and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, that one hurt. Uh, now I'll, I'll throw myself out there a little bit. I wasn't the biggest Growing Pains fan, but my mother was, and I had to watch a lot of it. So, um, having to have watched it, you know, and then having seen it now that I have kids or whatever, you know, the show, I mean, it's as schmarmy and cheesy as you remember it to be, but, you know, it has a heart. It really does. And it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's really just completely 80s humor or whatever, but, you know, looking back at it as a dad now, you know, like you see it a little bit differently or I see it a little bit differently. I mean, the show is, it is what it is, but he was great at what he did. Um, so, you know, which is essentially like hand off that show to everybody else to be the star. He was really just kind of like a facilitator of all those kids on there and his wife on the show. Um, but my thought he was, I mean, again, that one hurt. I mean, I, you know, I had that freaking theme song in my head and, you know, and think about all the things that he did, you know, you read all this stuff about him. He wrote like a bunch of theme songs and performed yeah, a bunch did. of them, for, the, especially for black shows. Mm-hmm. He wrote the theme song for Facts of Life and uh, Different Strokes. I didn't know that. But, yeah. yeah, so he, he wrote a lot of theme songs. I didn't know that either. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah, man. He, and I think those I think those are just two of the ones. Um, I'm going to look this up again. I was this, was, this was during my green period for the most mm-hmm. part, so I didn't catch them too much of the Seavers. And I, you know, I did used to watch that show, and it was cute. I liked it, you know, for for the the age I was at the time. I used to watch it. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, our, I mean, it was. Our, our mother also watched that Patty Duke show too. You remember watching yeah. that early in the morning? Yes, unfortunately. And yes. Identical cousins or whatever that. Uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. And, but I didn't yeah. watch that either. But once she had control of the remote. It would be either that or do homework, and I'm sure they're doing more homework, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah, close uh, to relate her to the, the movie, The Miracle Worker. Did you guys ever watch that? No. My mom? No. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, she played Helen Keller. Yes, he did do that. Uh, Yes, I do remember uh, maybe having watched that in, like, a classroom, you know, growing up. Right. Where they made you watch that, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we had to watch that in school, I remember, but yeah. I think she had Parkinson's, I believe, right? Or maybe it was MS, I'm not really sure. Um, but she had that for a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. And she, you know, kind of, you know, lived with that for a very long time. I'm not sure actually what lined up um you know, killing her, so to speak. Um, so there's that. So hey, you Alan. forgot to mention enough. You forgot to mention feet up cash throw. Did you mention yeah, that? Yeah, I didn't, I did. but I didn't on purpose. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Not on purpose, but, like, I wasn't going to. I mean, we we glossed over it and when he died on the original podcast, and I, we can gloss over it now. Like, I, I don't I mean, I don't want to play too positive. We play, we play positive on this podcast all the time, but. Uh, that dude was a bastard, um, so <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to give him too much due. But if y'all want to, go right ahead. I mean, he is again. No, like I a, mean, a, I'm just saying he, 
he was iconic. Yes, historical figure. Absolutely. An absolute historical figure. Like I get that, but I, I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. And then this last one, which happened literally yesterday. Um, George Michael dies. Uh, former lead singer of Wham. Um, yeah. Just off the top of my head, not off the top of my head, but from when this happened yesterday and everything that was on Twitter and whatever, um, I think I had forgotten how many hits that nigga had. He had some hits. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. How did you now, forget? <laughs> I mean, hold on, sister. Hold on. Hold on. Like, okay. You freaking, first off, you buy Make It Big for Wait Me Up Before You Go Go. Probably the worst <laughs> song on that album. <laughs> and, and you played that shit to death. He putting me on front street. I I already called it. I didn't. I I sent you that tweet last night, and but I I look at it from Lit the Record Show that I had it first. I had the album first. Oh, you and you came to it. You came to it second. I had it first. You came to it second. It was all you. I I I do not own and probably will never own. Make it be. There are three or four albums that you have ruined for me in my whole life. <laughs> and two of them people gave it up this this year. But, yeah. Right. Yeah, well. the, I'm waiting for your, what's his, uh, what's his name, girl, Dwight Twilley to give it up. Dwight Twilley. <laughs> I don't think we'll be dedicating too many minutes on the podcast when Dwight Twilley give it up, if he's currently alive, because we have no idea. Um yeah, I bet. But I just, you know, you go through and it's like, man, he had some. I mean, not just like Wham hits. He had like his solo hits from, I guess, Space was the the main album that had. Space, all those I mean, hits. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think everybody had Space. Everybody right. had the album. That was a part of everybody's CD library, definitely. Right. I got Space in four four bands. Exactly. Four four, four bands. And I bought. I had to buy Space twice. <laughs> so right. yeah, and and back in the day, if you were female, you just you were in love with him. I hated George yeah. Martin. Good looking, he could sing and dance right. and so forth. So you like he was all that. And it's and I hated his dirty shorts. <laughs> yeah. But this dude, quote unquote, got all the girls to sing, to dance. Oh, soul trade. What, what, what shot do I got? Well, I mean, and he, he, there's that, you know, and we're getting to some other parts of him or whatever, but I'm just pulling up the face, um, no, the set list or whatever. Awesome. Well, oh, yeah, this, I'm, I'm yeah, pulling up the set. There is a yeah. step on that album. That's one of the albums where every song is due. The worst song is sex. Yeah, I mean, I'm pulling up his set list. Face, father figure, I want your sex, one more try, hard day, hand to mouth, look at your hands, monkey, kissing a fool, hard day, a last request. I mean, there's there's seven solid out of 11 hits on there. Seven? Yeah, I think the whole album. I think I heard the whole album right now. Right. Well, I'm just, you know. And this is during my green period, too. Right. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And then. He followed up Faith with what was the album that came after that? Wasn't it Freedom? I think it was. Yeah, Freedom. Freedom. Yeah, 
which was used. I love that song too. I, I like. Yeah. Well, well, that was, I think the name of the album was something else. Or something. Oh, hands to it, or, 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 or uh, like listen without prejudice. Listen without yeah. prejudice. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that's also, you know, and like I said, we're transitioning into this portion of it, or whatever. You know, again, later in life, a lot of hard living. Uh, you know, but a- after coming out of faith too, because I he was having to. I, I think he didn't have to hide. Well, I, but, I mean, what he did that he had to hide. He wanted, and I think, and I think that's why he sang about it, because he wanted that freedom. You know, when he does get to listen without prejudice, remember he wasn't doing press. Like all his videos were other people singing his songs. Right. You know, for all the videos or whatever, because he had completely kind of turned into a recluse. And, um, you know, again, in terms of having, I was just having this conversation with somebody today. I was just like, you know, he, there was no way he could have existed, at least as a, a closeted artist in this day, in this climate, because, you know, Perez Hilton or somebody would have outed him completely already. And so it wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have mattered. And you kind of wonder, could he, could he have he, been? He, could, at, he couldn't go to any, he couldn't go to any of those places, or right. I mean, actually, what I mean, he out, I mean, he was out, he was out of himself doing that. I guess that little incident with the in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, but could he? Yeah, but could he but have he been? No, he couldn't have. We couldn't have been as huge as he was. I mean, you know, there's so many gay artists now. You know, that's not a big deal. But he wouldn't have been as big as he was because, you know. I think he would have. Uh, so? Well, because uh, he would have eliminated a. Go ahead, female perspective. You're going to say what I'm thinking. A lot of his fan base is based on women who fantasize about him, and once you know the truth came out, that that shatters that fantasy and. Yeah, you feel like his music, you still think he's cute and all, but yeah, that changes something. So, mm-hmm. but, I mean, but, but his music is his music is, is still great. Right. I, right. I, that's what I said. His music and everything is still great. But, you know, at the time where he was really big, he was the fantasy. I mean, women yeah. were going crazy over him. Right. Yeah, himself. images. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was hot. So, yeah. Yeah, image is everything. And yeah, he but, but was right, literally but, but, and, but, but part of his fan base. But, but I, I'm a straight dude, and I had all the way myself. <laughs> right. I had all the way myself. Right. Right. Yeah. So I was, you know, I was, I was sharing. Like, I said, I ain't this dirty cut. Right. But, uh, but unfortunately, he got at least 30, 40 bucks. Work. They got like 60, 70 bucks of my money. I even bought some of his bullshit. Uh, right. Look up Dion Essence. Awesome. Hashtag $15 donation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to, uh, I was going to, I'm out, I'm going to hit hard in two stories, not himself or whatever, but two of them. One being that after I had Make It Big and once he kind of got into Wham or whatever, I don't know where you got one of their UK only albums from someplace. <laughs> <laughs> Wham UK. I was like, what in the hell did you get this? It's a uh, pre internet yeah. world. 
Um, and I'm like, how in the world and where in the world did you get some Wham UK? And they had the Wham rap on it, uh, which was awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Is, yeah. The rabbit hole is cheap. Yeah, it is. If you if you wear it. Yes. Uh and then the other the other one was um uh uh that we had a friend of ours that was way into George Michaels back in the day. Like way into him in a way that we clearly couldn't relate to. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I know that's what, what I'm talking well, about. He, right. I, I, he was way into George Michael. The, the second album there. What was that
Merle Haggard. Uh, if you're being into country music, Merle Haggard, of course, is an iconic country um, artist as well. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I missed that one completely. Uh, again, we're going to miss a whole bunch of people. I'm sure I'm missing a whole, you know, I don't think we missed any of the major, major ones, but I'm sure there's some other ones there too that, um, you know, the passed away that we just missed. Um, so yeah, just, just a bad overall, uh, year. Um, especially again, in, um, in for celebrity deaths or whatever. Uh, so turning the page here in a couple of days, um, you know, somebody was like, hey, you sure you want to do this podcast now? You still got like six days. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, maybe if, God forbid, something happens, it'll get covered on the regular Brothers Comics podcast. But uh, 2016 ain't playing. Uh, and the thing about this before we almost talked, and I sent you that text too, we almost added Carrie Fisher to this list the other yeah. day too. Yeah, I think she was in critical condition there for a minute. I think she's been upgraded to um, Mm -hmm. stable. But, yeah, that uh, could have easily gone that way, too. Yeah, that would have been really bad, Um, really bad for a lot of reasons, but that would have been really bad. Um, So, Um, another one, Nancy Reagan. I don't think we mentioned Nancy Reagan. We didn't. You know what? And I did remember seeing her on a magazine this week and it was like she died this year you know like there's so many of them you can't remember them all but yeah yeah. yes I remember seeing her and I I did forget about that one um and I was just going from a list of whatever I was going a list from and I just I I must have skipped it or it wasn't on their list um anybody else more I know I know there's some we've missed but I'm I'm just gonna try to go through the ones that I can remember George Kennedy who was a pretty big actor and yes. also the actor from Rocky, um, Tony Burton, he played the um, the trainer. Mm-hmm. No, that's right. Was that this year, too? Yeah, that was this year. Okay. 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 Oh, I couldn't remember oh, if that was that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And, um, Justice Scalia. We didn't mention him either. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, see, there's so many, and these are such iconic people, and it was happening so quick, and it seemed like for a while it was like every other week. So, right. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some you don't forget, but yeah, these, these are all iconic people uh, for the most part, or at least yeah. people that we were familiar with. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's been terrible, and like I said, we still got a couple more days, and <sighs> Hopefully it doesn't turn, you know, you know, I think there's, you know, there's a, Abe Jonah. From all fish. From fish? From Firefly? No, no, Abe. I'm being stupid. I'm being stupid. I'm being stupid. I'm being stupid. Give you not all of you, 
But we salute many of them. Yeah, you brought up Anton Scalia. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, <laughs> we're doing this podcast <laughs> when Clarence Thomas dies. He's gonna get an SDFU in death. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we're not doing any of that. But yeah, so yeah, so, so anyway, so yeah, so we pour that out for Minia and all of you for 2016. Most importantly, we pour out it for um for freedom and liberty that died on <laughs> November the eighth. Um, yeah. so. Uh, that's it. So, whew, I was, I was, I, I forgot to ask y'all if y'all were drinking for this podcast. I was not gonna be able to get through this one without it. Uh, were you drinking? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, I am drinking a whiskey sour. Nice. Hush. I made the whiskey sour. So <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 I'm on a. I'm on a. a a Goose 312, Goose Island, uh, Urban Wheat Ale. I don't know. I bought it. It's new. It's actually very good. Uh, so y'all want to sponsor this podcast, go right ahead. All right. Um, so, yeah. So we're going to uh, wrap up this part two of the Brothers Comics uh, Year in Review podcast. We got two more to go. One will be the Year in Comics. Uh, we will review some of the major storylines in comic books and comic book stories over 2016. Um, I'm going to tell you straight up right now, um, if you're expecting that to be a positive moment, it won't be, because uh, <laughs> the year in comics have been pretty crappy. Um, and then our last one will be the year in STFUs, where we hand out many, many STFUs to many, many people who deserve many, many STFUs. STFUs. <laughs> uh, so uh, I don't know if we'll have enough. Keeping that to an hour will be very, very difficult. Um, so. Uh, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Uh, leave ratings and reviews, subscribe, uh, share with your friends, families, coworkers, whoever you would share your podcasting with. Um, what, wait a minute, wait a minute. One more. I think you forgot. You forgot okay. Arnold, Arnold Palmer also. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's huge. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Arnold Palmer. Huge. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. I, I forgot about that one. Jeez Louise, that's been a terrible year, man. That's awful. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Oh, all right. Yeah, so, yes. Uh, pour some out for all of those people. Uh, yeah, so, yes. Um, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Subscribe, review, rate, share with all your friends and your family and whatnot. Um, and, like I said, we'll keep it at right about an hour, and that is right about where we are. So, uh, I am the producer of this podcast, and I am signing off. Uh, female Perspective, go ahead and sign off. Adios from the Female Perspective, and happy holidays. All right, and Big Hutch, go ahead and sign off. I'm signing off. I need another drink. <laughs> yeah, this is not a happy moment. All right, everybody, uh, again, thank you for all the memories that you gave us, most of you people on this list. Um and uh, rest in peace. All right. Y'all take it easy. Peace. Peace.